0: What's up, what's up, what's up, man? This is another segment of Raise podcast, I appreciate you clicking on this video, I appreciate you following me on Instagram, and I also appreciate you following me on Twitter as well, but before I get into anything, because you know it's sports, every week is always something, shout out to A Me, Athens Moving Experts man, shout out to my guy Mike H-Dub, um, H my bad, Zach Dub, and Big O, shout out to all y'all people, V you know what I'm saying, Monty, everybody, Rico Sean, everybody that the work, I shout out to everybody right there, that's my shout out for y'all, I got y'all So you already know man, sorry for the delay You know um, this segment right here, I'm giving back to my uh, my fans You know what I'm saying I made a post on my Instagram talking about what do you guys want me to talk about And you guys gave me some topics So now I have to get into it and give y'all my takes Some of y'all might not like my top 10 players in the NBA right now But you already know what it is man What it is and what it ain't If you don't like what I gotta say Join the debate. Now, before I talk about anything, first and foremost is college football season. College football season is back, and obviously we already know who's the champions from last year, Clemson. Clemson is holding it down. They coming back with the same players, and they trying to repeat. Can they do it? Mm, We will get into that. You know, Clemson is trying to repeat. They got their quarterback back. They got their running backs back. Um, they lost a couple defensive players that went to the NFL, but that doesn't matter. They're still a great team. And there's really nothing to really talk about them. They're favored by what, 14 or more points in all the games this season? They're the clear favorite to win the ACC. Um, we'll see how that happens. We'll see what will happen right there with Clemson season, but I I, I don't want to really get too much into Clemson because I already know that they're going to get back to the national championship. Um, it will be surprising to me if they don't get there. Now, winning it all, that's a challenge. You know, you never know what can happen with that, but I I think they'll get all the way there to the national championship, but I really want to speak about Alabama. Alabama coming in at number two, and um Alabama you know, it's still Alabama at the end of the day. Nick Saban hasn't lost two consecutive years without winning a I I mean, he hasn't gone without two consecutive years without winning a national championship since the 2013 and 14 season. You know, they got Tua back, that man Tua, you know how he get down quarterback sensational. And then they got the wrong wide receiver, Jerry, uh, Jerry Judy. He's a Pretty talented wide receiver, um, gonna be a star in the NFL. All Alabama, that's what they do. They two stars. But we got some bad news today, and this is a guy that I really was focusing on. I really um watched more on him. I looked at his stats and everything, but come to find out, now he is injured. He is injured, and that is their star linebacker, Dylan Moses. That's going to be tough. That is a veteran player, a guy who has been here, clearly won awards, clearly is going to go to the NFL, but can that hurt Alabama? Mm, we will see. I can't say that because Alabama produces stars. They make stars. So you know the the you know the saying, next man up. And that's what Alabama has to do. Make the next man up. The next man needs to step up. And uh, Alabama is a five-star school. They're a powerful school, at, um and that's what they do. So... We're going to see what's up with Alabama. It's going to be really interesting to see how that goes because, you know, Georgia, Georgia wants them this year. LSU wants them this year as well, too. And that's what the people, that's what you got to do in the SEC. Every week, it's a challenge. It is going to be a challenge every week in the SEC. But um, the next team that um talk about is Ohio State. <clears throat> Ohio State is a different team. Now they have a different leader. They have a whole different core. They have a whole different quarterback. They have everything is new. Everything is new this year. Um, but we need to see how Ohio State bounce back because they don't have their you know the legendary coach Urban Meyer. But they got a transfer quarterback from Georgia and uh Justin Fields, so we'll see how that do, And this is going to be very interesting to see how Ryan Day um, comes into the season, his first official season, starting from the jump, and we'll see how he'll be able to hold on to the pressure because Ohio State wants to win and they want to win now, just like any other school they want to win. Um, Georgia, scary team, question mark. Um, they want revenge. Obviously, they want revenge because they blew the league against Alabama. You know, an SEC title game. I've uh, just said that in order to get to where you need to do, I mean, to get to where you need to go, you need to get over the hump. You need to get over the hump, and Alabama is the team that you need to take out. The team that's going to be the team forever. I don't never going to see the Alabama's going to fall out for being uh, one of the top teams, uh, one of the teams that's probably going to get the championships or the leading board forever. So if Georgia wants to do it, they have to get over the hump. They were leading over Alabama last year, and they blew it. Same thing when they played against Texas. You know that's my squad, my Texas squad, in the Sugar Bowl. You know they lost to them right after they lost to Alabama. Handle your business, get over the hump, beat Alabama and hopefully we can see Clemson versus Georgia in the national championship. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. But um uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma. We just talk about revenge, we talk about storyline and Oklahoma is a team as well that falls in that category. Uh Jalen Hurts has now transferred from Alabama, you know he was the starting quarterback for Alabama two years ago. He ended up getting hurt. They put in Tua, and um, no, he ended up getting hurt. They placed Tua in. We all know the story. Tua comes in in the championship with Jalen Hurts messing up. Tua leads Alabama to the championship. They try to do the same thing last year, um, against Clemson. Try to put Jalen Hurts in. It wasn't gonna work. Wasn't going to work. Was not about to be the same thing that's about to be going down. That was not going to do. But now Jalen Hurts gets a chance to prove that he can play. See, a lot of people forgot about him. A lot of people talked down on him. A lot of people said that he should be a running back. A lot of people say he should be a wide receiver. You're forgetting that this man was a star quarterback for Alabama. He was. And then he started to mess up, and then, you know, things happened. And. And that's all for history. But now he gets a chance to prove what he can do at Oklahoma. See, now, the thing about Oklahoma is they put up a lot of points. But their defense, their defense is shaky. Um, You know, he wasn't selfish when Tua was there. You know, he stayed the course. And now you believe it's time for a change. So now he's with Oklahoma. And Oklahoma produce Heisman quarterbacks like Kyler Murray and um, you know Baker Mayfield. So they, they have the right, he's in the right system to get right. Put it like that. He's in the right system to do what he has to do to put up numbers. And now if he want to get over the hump and to win a national championship, the storyline will be great. Or to get into the top four to get into the playoffs, that would be great. But going back to what I said earlier, Oklahoma has to step up on defense, they have to step up on defense because you can't be uh, trying to do a shootout all day. You can't be doing that right now. You you can't. Uh, this game is all to win championships. You need defense wins championships. Put it like that. You, of course, you need your offense. They're going to put up the points and stuff like that. But if you're just going back and forth, going back and forth, going back and forth, what happens if you don't score that one time and the other team score one time or they score two times? Defense win championships. Oklahoma need to step up on your defense this year. Michigan. Michigan, 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 Michigan. Every year, I always think Michigan is going to get in. Honestly. Every year. Uh, even back to when they had Jabril peppers. Every year, I always think Michigan is a great team. I do. I really do. But... They always lose a game that they shouldn't lose. And that's college football. That's college football. They always lose a game. And then what the, and then what does that do? That puts them in a the pickle at the end of the year. If you handle your business and go into every game being humble, you don't have anything to worry about at the end. Not if you lose one game. If you handle your business, Michigan, and that's what y'all need to do. Michigan needs to do that. You know, they open up. They open up losing to Notre Dame the first game of the season. First game last year. First game. And then, you know, that's not taking anything against Notre Dame. That's not taking anything against Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a great football program. And obviously, they're in the top 10 this year as well, too. And we also saw what Notre Dame did last year. But you can't, Michigan, you know, you you know, every year it's the same thing. Every year is the same thing. And I and I'm I'm hyped up about it because I I think Michigan could do it if they get in, if they can somehow whenever if they can get in they can shock a lot of people but they can't ever get in It always comes down to the end of the season you know but last year they are winning they won big games against um Wisconsin who's number fifteen, um then they beat Michigan State who's number twenty four and then the next week they beat um Penn State who's number fourteen so. If you hold it down against Notre Dame last year and then do what you already did, win those next three games, you're fine. You're fine, Michigan. You're fine, but you already know how it goes. But then, you know, the last, then they lose to the Ohio State. That's the reason why they wasn't in anymore. They lost to Ohio State. That bumps them out because Michigan was ranked number four, but that that loss That's two losses. You lost to Ohio State, and then look what happens. That bumps them out, and the rest is history, man. The rest is history because Oklahoma ended up beating West Virginia last year, yeah, against Will Greer, and that put them to number four, and that's how they got in. So Michigan just has to stay consistent. If they can stay consistent, they can shock a lot of people. LSU. LSU, LSU. LSU was in the same boat, you know, as Georgia in the SEC. Um, you got to get over the hump. You got to figure out a way how, you know, to hold it down and, you know, to hold, handle your business against Alabama. You know, that's what you have to do. But um they play Michigan. They play Michigan week 2. Now that's going to be tough. I'm going to go into the category for Texas too, talking about Warebag, And I'm a, I'm a Texas fan, but that week 2 is going to be tough. LSU versus Texas, that's Early. Real early. And Auburn's in the same boat this year too because their schedule is um amazing too as well. You know, they're already in the SEC and they play Oregon too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but back to LSU. Um they have to play uh they have to play Texas week two. That's gonna be tough. Um a tough one, but they I think they're gonna be home. Um then they play Florida. Week 6, we already saw what Florida just did this past uh, weekend to Miami. That was a great win. Thought they were going to cover the minus 7 spread, but they didn't do it. But they still got the win. That's all that matters at the end of the day, as long as you survive and you win. But Florida's a very tough team as well. Then they play Auburn. And then they play Alabama. And then they play Texas A&M the last game of the season. These are all great teams. LSU is going to have a tough schedule. Um... I, f- I feel like they can handle it. The- I think against Texas, <clears throat> Texas and Alabama is going to be tougher. That's going to be the two games. Florida's good, but I think L- LSU can handle their business and get by Florida, and Auburn depending on <clears throat> what type of Auburn team they're going to be playing. You know, Auburn can either go up or Auburn can go down, and I think Texas A and M they can handle. They're, they can handle that uh, Texas Am but who knows it's football we never know and that goes on to Florida. We were just talking about Florida how they just handled their business this past weekend against Miami They're another team that can be scary they're just like anybody else in the SEC. everybody has to get over the hunt but see the thing for Florida is they have to beat they have to beat Georgia. They have to be Georgia. They got to be Georgia. Georgia. They got to figure it out. Now to Texas. We're back. So they say every year. Every year. Been a Texas fan since Vince Young. And that's going to be my squad to forever. But I got to be a realist. We always lose to Maryland. Always lose to Maryland. And... um it pisses me off, honestly. It really pisses me off that we lose Maryland the past two seasons, first game of the season. I just don't understand how we keep losing Maryland. But maybe things could be different this year because we don't play Maryland game one. We don't, you know. So um, we're going into a different route now. But we're taking a different route, but we're right back. Now we're playing a tough team. we playing LSU, playing them dogs. So if Texas are that, if, you, if we're back, if we're back and we're going to be the big dogs, we got to actually take out the dogs. LSU, take out the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? LSU is the SEC team. In order to be the best, you got to beat the best. So we'll see that right there week two. I don't think, you know, I don't think. I guarantee, and, and, and they better not do this again. I guarantee we win game one. Texas win game one. Week two against LSU, we'll come back to that because y'all know I'm going to be giving y'all my predictions week out and week in. So, we'll talk about that. If Texas wants the we're back. If that's what we're saying from last year, when we beat Georgia, we're back. We'll see what's up when we play Texas. I mean, when we play LSU week two. And then um, the last team I'm going to get into, um, it's, it's a lot of teams, man, for uh, college football. It's, it's a whole lot of teams, but um, I just wanted to strictly give uh, my input on these couple of teams. The last team I'm going to talk about is Notre Dame. Notre Dame, is this the year that they fall off? <clears throat> is this the year that they fall off? You know, week three is a tough week for them. They play Georgia week three. See? If they lose, I'm gonna say this right here. If Notre Dame loses to Georgia Week Three, I believe that their playoff hopes are out the are out, out the picture. It's out the picture. Simple as that. They have if we're if they wanna want people to take them serious, they gotta take they gotta take out Georgia. And but that's not gonna be easy, man. That's not it's easier said than done. Um, Notre Dame lose one game, um, it's a wrap. It's it's playoff hopes is all over for them. So you know personally. You know, they can win. They can. It's football. You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen in football. It's, it's it's Anything can happen in sports, not just football. Anything. Any team can win. But there's always, you know, the favorite team and who we think that's going to win. You know, I think they'll handle their business um, against Louisville. I think they'll handle their business against New Mexico State. But week three against Georgia, we will see. What Notre Dame is all about. And shout out to UCF, man. Oh, they, they finally get some recognition now. They finally, this is where, this is what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted the poll to take y'all serious. Now do it again. Do it again. Show us what's up. Do it again, UCF. But um, college football, you know, um, I'm a, we're going to make another segment. I'm going to have another one coming tomorrow, giving my predictions, because you know Clemson play tomorrow, and it's possibly going to be a blowout because they're, what, 33.5 favorite in the Vegas size. But, yeah, that's right there with um college football. And if I left anything out or if anybody want me to say anything, you already know, comment down below. Join the debate. Now we're going to transition over to the USA FIBA team. The rosters was crazy. The rosters was uh, switching around. We didn't know who was going to be there. Injuries just happened. Uh, we lose this guy. This guy doesn't want to play because he wants to focus on the NBA season. This guy wants to do the same thing. Everybody wants to win the championship. Nobody doesn't want to risk getting injured. Then this guy gets dropped and he gets injured. And then this guy gets ankle. Then he gets a tweak. And then we don't know if there's a lot of stuff going on with the USA FIBA team. But now we finally... Have the complete roster. We have the complete roster now. Um, but the United States have won you know, the past two tournaments since 2010 and 2014. And you know, they're favored to win it again. But this year is going to be very tough because that's uh, what? The 78-game winning streak was snapped when they lost to Australia. And they, Patty Mills went for 30 points. NBA player. Not surprised. But Patty Patty. You know what I'm saying? That's Patty Mills. That's what he's doing. We already know what he does for the San Antonio Spurs, so it's not surprising to see that he did that. And the streak was snapped, and I, and personally, I believe they needed that. They needed that loss. The USA team needed that loss. You know, a wake-up call. They needed a wake-up call because it's not going to be easy right now. There's teams in there that's looking really scary. Um, but this is the roster. Harrison Barnes, NBA champion, veteran, went to Carolina, knows how to get things done. Um Harrison Barnes is a great, solid player. Jalen Brown, Boston Celtics, one the cow. Another great player. Another great player. And this would be good for him to boost his confidence up for the NBA season as well because, you know, the Boston Celtics is trying to do big things next season. Uh, Joe Harris, three-point guy. You know what I'm saying? One to three-point shootout. He can knock him down. And he's a he's a great defensive player. Don't sleep on his uh, defense, too. Play for the Brooklyn Nets. He's another great player. They have a shooter. Brooke Lopez. Brooke. We all know about Brooke. There was a time that Brooke Lopez was possibly the. Debatable, one of the best big men in the league I said debatable I ain't say number one So watch out right now Don't make that face I see you making that face Chill out But you saw what he did with the, um, the Milwaukee Bucks this season Pretty great big man uh, Chris Middleton Another great guy You know Probably in the top seven of two guards in the NBA For the Milwaukee Bucks as well Great player Plays good defense And you know Don't sleep on Middleton Middleton can get busy You know But Aaron Middleton, Middleton Can be shaky as well he can be shaky as well, but um, playing with other, all great stars right now. Then we got the young stars: Spider, Donovan Mitchell, Louisville guy. We already know he's hype. He's excited to be here. High flying player. You know, um, he's a great basketball player, and I feel like this is going to elevate his game and for next season as well. He's young, so why not take the opportunity to play here right now? Then we have Mason Plumlee, a great role player. People like to make jokes. I saw memes and stuff about Mason Plumlee about him being on the team just because other players dropped out or stuff like that but um uh, Mason Pumbly is a great role player and don't sleep on him and this is going to boost his confidence up as well um he's going to get better over time and don't sleep man Mason Pumbley might give us a double double here and there or or a good eight and seven here and there you know that's all you need role players um Marcus Smart, we did not know what Marcus Smart was going to do. We didn't know what he was going to do. We didn't know the injury. We didn't, you know, we didn't know. But now he's here, and he's playing now, and he's, I love Marcus Smart. You know, there was a time, I'm I'm sorry to get off topic, there was a time when Marcus Smart was averaging about 28 points. 28 points in Oklahoma State. He was like that. He was getting buckets, hitting threes. He was doing all that. He was talking junk. You know, he had the, the thing going on with the fan. But Marcus Smart is that guy. Now he elevated his game to be a great Role player, that's the thing. Role players, you can't win nothing without role players. I hate people always talk about role players don't mean nothing, they only mean a star. And there's a great role player, defensive player, he can score, he can shoot threes here and there, play his role. I like Marcus Smart being on this team, could be a great X factor. And then we got the young killer, you know, they call him Kobe, they call him, you know, some parts of uh, uh Carmelo Anthony, Jason Tatum. You know, I always talk about you know Cal Kuzman Tatum, Tatum argument, but I'm not taking nothing away from Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is going to be nice. He's going to be a star. Yes, he is going to be a great basketball player. You can see the flashes in him. You saw from his rookie season when he uh, took over, taking charge of being one of one of the best players on the Boston Celtics team. When you know when they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, he had an off season this um this past year. You know, I don't know if that was because he was playing alongside with Kyrie Irving or you know basketball. It could be slumps as well but Jason Tatum is going to this Jason Tatum is a great fit for this. this is what Tatum the young guys the young guys really need this uh Jason Tatum um um, I'm sorry, to get off the top, uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Derrick White, the, the Miles Turner. These these guys right here, they need this. They need this. This is going to plan for your country and to boost that confidence up to keep playing year-round. Uh, Miles Turner, moving along. Miles Turner is a guy that I like. I like Miles Turner a lot. Um, I like playing with him on 2K. I like what did he do for the Indiana Pacers? Um, he led the league in blocking this year and wasn't even, you know, picked for defensive player offered, which is crazy. Oh, my, that is so crazy. I, oh, my God. That is a whole different conversation right there. Miles Turner is a great basketball player, and this is another thing. He needed this. To be on this. a young guy, veteran guy, well, you can say veteran right now, but not really, but it, Miles Turner needed this. Miles Turner needed this, and I believe that he's going to be a great fit for this team as well. Um, I think he'll produce more than uh, Mason Pumley. I think he does. Um, I I think he will. And um, and that's right there And Miles Turner. He can shoot some threes, too, now. Don't sleep on this game, inside-out game. But he's a great defender. Great defender. And then, you know, we got the veteran guy, Kimba Walker. You needed a point guard like this on this team, cardiac Kimba. And he's going and your ankle breaks – all day you going to be all, I'm I'm let's see yeah I see how many I see the over and under this is my own poem, uh over and under for how many ankles he's going to be breaking uh I I give it about over 25 <laughs> over over and under 25 how many crossover spectacular plays we might see four people may get dropped on the ground but Kimber walker is um this is good as well because um he's on the team he's on the team with um his other players From the Boston Celtics This is the first time That they think This is history Yeah four players On the same team To be here Yeah four right Yeah Yeah, four players To be on the same uh, Same team in the USA Four players To be on the USA Basketball team Sorry about that And then uh, The last player Is Derek White You know uh, People say Oh he only made the team Because De'Aaron Fox Or Cal Kuzma Ankle injury No Stop Stop doing that Derek White is a great basketball player. He is. From the mud. From the mud. G League and not from the mud. Get Buckets Summer League and from the mud. And this is what he needed to as well. And his head coaches did with them. And this is great. Good experience right now. Good experience. Play along, play alongside with one of the greats. I mean, yeah, a couple of the greats. Um, people that can help you out in the game. You're with a lot of legendary coaches. This is great for Derek White. And hopefully this can help him out too as well. When he comes back this next NBA season for the Spurs. Don't act like Derrick White didn't get right in the playoffs either. Don't act like that either. But that's a whole other conversation too. Um, but yeah, I told you all that the 78 game winning streak was snapped. Um, we got a lot of stars. A lot of stars and a lot of NBA players. Um, I think a tough team you need to watch out for is Serbia. You need to watch out for Serbia. They got Joker, you know, the Bondanovic, they got all of them. You need to watch out for them, you know. Um, another team is all, uh, you could say with uh, uh, Giannis with Greece, I think he's going to be a force. I honestly think he's going to be a force, but I don't think their all-around team is going to get it done. I don't I don't think so. I don't think so about that. Um, Another team, you know, obviously, you need to watch out for Australia. They beat. USA already, so you need to watch out for them, too, as well. And then France. France is going to be a great defensive team. Rudy Gobert, you know, Fournier, Batum plays great for, you know, where he's from. And then um, you need to watch out for them. So that's right there for the USA FIBA team. Um, it starts August 31st. They play against uh, Shanghai first, and they need to go in there humble. Take care of business. Simple as that. And this is going to be great. Um, I like this. You know, some some NBA, the stars did not want to play. I believe Canada would have had some of the stars play. They would have been stacked, though. But, you know, guys will focus on the one main thing, and that's the NBA championship because you know the NBA season is going to be crazy. A lot of switch up, and everybody's trying to be healthy. But tune into this. Tune into this. Um... Do not be surprised if we see, and I, I don't like saying this because, you know, I love the underdog story, but a no-name guy to rise in the bright lights for this. I, I love that. I love that right here. You know, that can be from USA, that can be from France, Germany, Serbia, Australia, Germany, I mean, Spain, Greece, anybody. It could be from anybody. So do not be surprised if we see, you know, an underrated guy steps up right there. And that moves on to, you know, I'm transitioning. I just told you underrated. I love the underrated, uh, the, the underdog story. I love that. Always be humble. I love that. The underrated players in the NBA. Underrated players in the NBA. Um, I, I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to say how I say it. I had it in order, but I'm not even going to do that. The first person I always have to put uh, is Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is so cold. Copy, so cold. That Drew Holiday is nice and you don't he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. You know, um he was averaging 21 points this past season, seven assists, Five rebounds, one point six steals. Drew Holiday is a great basketball player. Was already an All Star, you know, in his um, NBA career. He gets busy. He locks up. We saw what he did two years ago against the Portland Trailblazers when the Pelicans surprised to some of y'all. It wasn't a surprise to me. I I knew the Pelicans was really good two years ago, but uh, some. Uh, some people think that the Treblers was supposed to win, but it didn't surprise me. You know, obviously they lost to Golden State. You know, it Golden State who stopped Kevin Durant. But it's all another conversation. But, yeah, I love Drew Holliday. He's, a, he's both, sides, both sides of the player guy. He plays defense. He's a great point guard. Um, he gets rebounds, and he does his job. He can shoot the three. He can do everything. Underrated. I think people don't really talk about Drew Holliday like that. I think they know who Drew Holliday is, of course. But don't talk about him like that, you know. As in being in the top ten point guards, you know, he can be in there probably not early in the beginning, but the but the the seven to ten, the eight to ten, I think he's in that. The you know, debatable, debatable, as we can say, debatable. As long as it's debatable, as long as you're talking about it, you know, that's all. That's all that matters. That's, as long as you're talking about it. another guy, um, Julius Randle. Oh, man. Every year, Julius Randle has been going up, you know, points-wise, points-wise. I mean, his second year in the NBA, he was averaging 10 rebounds. Um, obviously, he hasn't <clears throat> averaged 10 rebounds in a while, like in a, in a long time. But obviously, his points been going up. I mean, we've been seeing he's a force, and you see every single summer, he's getting built. He's locked in, and he's, he's, he wants to get better, and now he's with the Knicks, and now he's with the Knicks. Some believe that he should have went to a different team. But now he's with the Knicks. He's taking on the challenge. And um, the Knicks, they them players was working. Dennis Smith, those players were working. But Julius Randle averaged 21 points, 8 rebounds. He did his thing with the Pelicans. You know, people were not really talking about it. Before he got hurt with the Lakers, he was holding it down, too. Julius Randle was a great basketball player. He was a great basketball player. Uh, Coming out of high school and was a great basketball player in Kentucky when he stayed another year to try to win a national championship, but he didn't. But it's all right. And obviously, you see the proof is in the pudding where the bill obviously you see. You see now it's it's, it it works out. It worked out well for him, you know, after the injury he had and he's producing every single year. So, Julius Randle, Julius Randle, underrated guy. You know, I people know who he is, but I don't think that really, like I said again. Give him that much recognition. That goes to the next player. And this guy right here, This he only been in the league two seasons. I'm talking about. And they can say it's because of his point guard for the second season, the reason why his stats and everything went up. But I still believe he held it down. He held it down at Wake Forest. He's holding it down in the NBA. And that moving on to the Atlanta Hawks guy. Let's see if you know. <laughs> John Collins, man. Second year in the NBA. And he was averaging 19.5. And 9.8 rebounds. We basically can say 20 and 10. We basically can say 20 and 10. Second year in the NBA and it only gets better. And watch out for the Hawks because they have drafted real good. They already had great players there already. To me, I like playing with them in 2K. I like watching the Hawks. They play good. And then you got Trey Young here. Trey Young. Trey Young. Watch out for the Hawks. John Collins averaged 20-10 and 10 in his second year in the NBA. Come on now. Put some respect on that man's name. Put some respect on that man's name. And uh, while I'm on the centers, I might as well go and talk about the guy who I was talking about in the USA team, and that's Miles Turner. Now, you know, underrated. It does not mean that you always have to average a whole lot of points. It does not mean in basketball you don't have to always. It's, it's about How you affect the game. And Miles Turner, 13 points, 7 rebounds per game, and 2.7 blocks, which he led the NBA in blocks. This man led the NBA in blocks, and he's still not getting the respect that he deserves around the league. Like I said, man, like I said, do not sleep on Miles Turner. And please do not sleep on the Indiana Pacers because... They just picked up some great pieces. And one of the pieces that they picked up is a guy from, you know, from Raleigh. You know, and I'm not, I'm not only talking about him just because he's from North Carolina, just because from Raleigh, just because he is a great basketball player too. ACC player of the year too as well when he was in college. And that's T.J. Warren. Now, T.J. Warren in 2017 and eighteen season, he averaged nineteen points. Since he's been in the league, he's been around um, the forty nine, the forty eight percent from the field, or fifty percent from the field, and he's been getting buckets. And that's in T J buckets. That's what they call him, right? They they call him T Buck. That's what that's what he does, right? And he averaged nineteen points. You know, two years ago, obviously he just got hurt this year. You know, um, didn't play a whole lot of games as well, but he averaged eighteen points. 18 points and four rebounds, and now you got this man on in the Indiana Pacers alongside with Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner. Watch out for and bro, watch out for the Pacers this year. And TJ Warren was on the Suns and is not taking nothing away from the Suns. It's not I'm not disrespecting the Suns at all because when the Suns figure it out, they're going to be nice. Copy. They're gonna be nice. They are, but it wasn't working out in Phoenix. He was holding it down in Phoenix, even though you know Devin Booker was holding it down too as well. Now he's on the East. He's on a team that has a chance to uh, possibly get into the playoffs, to possibly shock some people. Hopefully, Victor Oladipo comes back strong. Watch out for T.J. Warren, and that's another guy. Another guy you need to be talking about is TJ Warren. And then on the last on my list, sorry, you know, I hope nobody's not getting offended. Um, I wanted to make this list short and sweet, but, and this one, the last person on my list is Montrez. Montrez. Montrez from the Clippers. You know, he have 16.6 points per game, 6 rebounds, and 1.3 blocks, and he got a big role this year because the Clippers are trying to win are trying to win. and Everybody's saying that he's a big dog. He can stop Anthony Davis. Obviously, we're looking as we're hopefully, we're thinking it's going to be the Clippers versus the Lakers. We'll see. We'll see in the Western Conference Finals. And that's going to be a big dog challenge for him because you got to guard Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis got to guard him too as well. So Montrez, I think he's underrated. You know, he stepped up. And that just leaves that right there, man. That's my uh, underrated players in the NBA. And out of all the players right there that I talked about, I'm really highlighted on John Collins. He's been in the league two years, and he averaged basically 20 and 10. And that's that's amazing. That that is just amazing right there. And it's only gonna get better, it's only way up from but shout out to all the players in the NBA. I'm not coming at anybody. You guys are all great at what you do. This is uh, NBA, all sports, NBA baseball NFL, everything. Shout out to all the players because there's a lot of people that do not get you know, the credit that they deserve behind closed doors. And that's also for the practice players. You cannot win no championship without these role players. I'm going to keep saying it. Everybody has a role. And that's to the star and to everybody. Everybody has to has a role. You know your role and you play it well. And and once everybody clicks, hopefully you can win a championship. Now moving on to my top 10 players in the NBA <clears throat> right now to me. My opinion. Might not like it. So what? You already know what it is and what it ain't. You don't like what I got to (laughs) say? You know the rest of the slogan. Obviously, number one is LeBron James. And it will always be LeBron James until I see... Somebody take that away, and it's not just because I'm being biased, that's not just because that's my favorite player. LeBron James is that type of guy, you know. He had a, uh, uh, I guess, an average season. I'll take it all day, y'all 27 8 and 8. That wasn't even his best season, and people were saying that he fell off. This is the first time LeBron James has ever got injured, ever got injured, and this is the first time since what he was 18 that he had a break. He had a chance to chill this whole summer. And the Lakers got pieces too as well. Scary. And now LeBron James has a big man alongside with him. You know, all I'm saying is, man, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, had a great playoff run. He did. And Kevin Durant, we saw Kevin Durant have plenty of playoff runs as well too. I'm not taking nothing away from him as well, but LeBron was doing that. You know, I, I think, I, I see, this is what I think. I think just because it's LeBron, we're just already used to it. So we already accept it. So I guess if it's a slight... You know, in points or rebounds, everybody say he fell off. to stop saying that. You know, after the season, you know, if Kawhi can do what he does again, then maybe you could put him in that category being number one. You know, I can't Kevin. We can't see enough of Kevin Durant because you know Katie's hurt, but he's still gonna be on my list right now. But that's moving on to the next. The number two for me is Kawhi Leonard. Why are you picking Kawhi over Kevin Durant? Why isn't it Kevin Durant? Or why is it not James Harden? Because James Harden averaged 36 points. Kawhi Leonard plays both sides of the floor. This one man can affect the game. This one man can affect the whole game game from both sides of the floor. You know, earlier in his years with San Antonio, he, you know, he was scoring, I think he averaged 18 points in the NBA Finals when they beat Miami, but now he's that, and we already knew him for his defense, but now he can score too. He averaged 30 points in the NBA, I mean the whole NBA, I mean the whole NBA playoffs last year, so now he's scoring, and he's playing defense too, and he's making players around him, and he figured out a way to get the Toronto Raptors over the hump, the Toronto Raptors over the hump. This guy is the first, play, the first player The to win NBA Finals and then leave. And then leave the team the next season. Of course, the Raptors got over the hump because, you know, and people say, oh, if LeBron was there, you know, maybe with Cleveland, but we got to stop saying that. We got to stop saying that. You know, we played against Philadelphia, which was tough, where people thought that they, were there, the Raptors was going to lose that series. You could say it was a lucky shot, a bounce center. You could say whatever you want to say. The shot went in, they won. Then they played against the Milwaukee Bucks. They were down 2-0. People was believing that they were going to lose. What happened? They went 2-2. They tied it up two-two, and then you see everything started changing, and they ended up defeating the Milwaukee Bucks, where people thought the Bucks were the best team, where people thought the Bucks were the best, the best fit to beat the Warriors. Led that team to play the um, the, led that team to play against Golden State, go in there game one and win, win game one. Now of course his other players stepped up as well. Siakam with thirty, you know, Kyle Lowry was hooping. Marcus saw Danny Green figured out a way to hit some dagger threes, but it all started with Kawhi Leonard by them signing him. That man went over to the East and took over the East just like that, just like that. So I have to put him in at number two because he he won the championship with the Spurs. People were saying that <clears throat> that he cannot do it because it's just the system. So and a lot of people were saying that they 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 forgot about. They forgot about all that. They forgot about saying that because once he got to the Raptors and started holding it down, that that whole thing was just long ago. Because when he was sitting out, people were saying, oh, we don't need him. Uh, he's not going to be nothing without the Spurs. Uh, just Greg Popovich is just a season. He left, and look what happened. He won a championship. So that's why he's number two for me. I got to put him in that. He, he showed that he could take a team and win just like that, just like that. Get him over the hump just like that, win a championship. And, obviously, his performance. Yeah, He balled out. Final's MVP. And then that leads me to number three, which is Kevin Durant. You know, the Slim Reaper, the killer, the guy. Copy, you know, the dagger. Come here, Braun, in his face. Come here. I like Kevin Durant game. I do. KD is very unstoppable scoring-wise. Um, But I think the challenge, and i always been saying this, and this is no disrespect for you, KD. I always said, you got to show me that you can take a, like, you got to show me you gotta you gotta show when the lights come on. Which you do, which you do. Not saying you don't, you do, but I'm still not over that three one. I'm not, I'm not over it. I, I, I love what you did with Golden State and I'm a Cavs fan to the day's die. You were balling. you were killing that whole playoff runs, all of them, nobody can stop you. Even when you came back against the Raptors early, straight off the boat, you was killing. Um uh, I love it. You you're unstoppable. You you're a great basketball player. But but you see how LeBron took Cleveland, like that uh, the Cleveland organization and got him there and won. You see how Kawhi Leonard took the Raptors, this one man where they were saying that he was just a system player and he took him over the hump and he got to the finals and he won the finals yes injuries happen that's a whole nother conversation I'm not getting that injuries happen I can go down the line back in the day to plenty of NBA championships where injuries happen and teams win so miss me with that they won it is what it is. I picked the Warriors to win they didn't win so it is what it is the Raptors won you have to show me now you're with Brooklyn I like I like what you're thinking though I love it you're with Kyrie both of y'all both of y'all you can do two you could do one both of y'all I, I love it Y'all going to the Brooklyn Nets. Y'all going to the Nets. You win a championship with the Nets, man. I'm you win a championship with the Nets, man. Look, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. You win a championship with the Nets. Best player in the world. Coming from a big LeBron James fan. Best player in the world. Honestly. You have to, sh- you have to show like you. The you got to do something spectacular. You went to the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? They already won without you. They already have the best record without you. They already have the unanimous MVP, the two greatest shooters on the team, uh, the, one of the greatest defensive players, two of the greatest defensive players. The, they they already had that. They didn't even need you for that. They just they just picked you up really just as a chess move, so they didn't got to worry about you. They picked you up so they could get you right for Cleveland because they knew that if, you know, and that goes back to the would-have, the injury, thing like that, but I'm just putting this perspective for the Warriors why they knew that, you know, they won the first one because Kevin Love and Kyrie wasn't there. The next year, Kevin Love and Kyrie was there. They lost. So And then, you know, it obviously the 3-1 happened, and they would believe they were supposed to win Game 5, Draymond Green, blah, blah, blah. That goes into a whole thing. So it was a chess move, and they had to worry about you because Oklahoma City, I was up 3-1. So what they did was a chess move. They got you to come over there to the Warriors. Obviously you're a great basketball player, and you just elevated their team. And now it's just a mismatch. And you're a killer. You're already a killer. We already know that. We already know that. So that's why I got Kevin Durant as the three. You know, uh, third best player in my top ten. Giannis is the number four. I had to put him in there. You know, I've been saying from the jump. Um, I always, always said, I always said that um, Giannis was going to be a star. When I first saw him, when he first came in the NBA, um I was like, man. It's, <laughs> was, this might sound funny was, man is mad tall was, like, he's mad tall so he, he dunked so like once he get a jump shot it's gonna be bad I always said that now he just opted up and then you see what type of guy he is now <clears throat> and Giannis is dominant force and I saw so I got him at number four. You know, number five, I got Stephen Curry. People, and I know, like, whoa, where is James Arden? I know that some people are thinking that right there. I always Stephen Curry changed the game of basketball. He's one of these guys that changed the game of basketball. He's the best shooter of all time, right now. Right now, best shooter of all time, right now. We already said that. Right now, we were saying that three years ago. Best shooter in the league. Best shooter in the world. Best shooter that ever played a game. Don't disrespect Curry, and we about to see a lot more of Curry this year because Klay Thompson is out. They got D'Angelo Russell, so I'm I'm expecting to see some more spectacular moments for Stephen Curry. Now, in the NBA Finals and stuff like that, that's a whole other conversation, but we're going to talk about that because that goes over to my next person, James Harden. 36 points per game. The last person that averaged that much points is Kobe. What, 06? That's the year he didn't even win MVP. Oh, 6 or 7 one of those? 36 points per game? James Harden? People be hating on Harden game, too. Y'all, yeah, people be hating on this game. He, you know, he traveled. You know, he gets too many foul calls. You go to the fritter line. Stop him. Stop him. You can't stop the man. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to go into this James Harden thing because this is a, People always forget things. I don't forget nothing what the media talk about. I don't forget nothing what people be saying... You know, when this was Oklahoma City, you know, when he didn't play that well in the NBA Finals against, you know, Dwayne Wade and Miami Heat, um, the Oklahoma City Thunder they had to figure out who they are going to keep and stuff like that. You know, it was either Serge Ibaka or it was either James Harden. You know, at the time, Serge Ibaka was doing his thing until now he want to start shooting threes. It's a whole other conversation. But, you know, when he went to the Rockets, people were saying, uh, it's not going to work. It's not gonna work there. He's not gonna be able to. And then he started, you know, getting thirty eight and in the thirties and thirties. Remember he went in that like five six game winning streak, whatever the streak was. You know, he went start balling out. The people, oh, okay. And then they, and, and then people are like, okay, I see him. And then the famous thing people like to say, they love to say the same thing about Russell Westbrook. Will it last? Will it last? All right, and you're right. Will it last? You know, people always think about the bad things. You know, cause when somebody doing good, nah, I don't think it's going to happen. But what happens when he continues to keep doing it? And we see James Harden continuously keep doing it. And you, know, you already know, you know, he plays up against the Warriors, he loses to the Warriors. He just lose the best team. That's it. But you know, he has his times when he doesn't show up in the playoffs too as well. He gets garbage point points. That's why he begins his averages sometime. But you know. I don't even want to get into the playoff things. The only one that's not even not talking about that. And then after that is Anthony Davis. I gotta put Anthony Davis in there, even though Anthony Davis was hurt. You know they are the Pelicans didn't have him playing certain games because you know they wanted to let their young guys play. You still gotta put Anthony Davis in there. Joel Embiid, a force. A freaking force Oh my god He's a force He needs to learn How to stop shooting Too many three-pointers though That's what hurts His game as well Um, That's why Philly That's why really The Toronto Raptors Was um, in the game You know He can't shoot He can't shoot But when he start missing eh, You know Things can get shaky Right there Um, And then this last two Was very tough for me Um, Damian Lillard I got Dame in there And I got The Joker Nikola Jokic where is Russell? Oh, I know, right? Where is Russell Westbrook? I'm sorry, man. I I couldn't put Russ in there. He's a triple double. Russ is nice. I love Russell. He's one of my favorite point guards. I like Russell really over Damian Lillard, but I'm being a realist right now. Damian Lillard. Has to get the respect. He has to. He's taking the Portland Trailblazers every year into the playoffs. And they just went to the West Conference Final this past season. Yes, they lost to the Warriors. So what? Yes, Damian Lillard did not perform really well against Stephen Curry. That happens. A lot of people on this list have bad performances. Uh, On this top ten, yes, they have bad performances. Or they had a, a choke moment or anything. That's basketball. That's life. We're human. Things are going to happen. It's going to happen. But Damian Lillard, we always talk about the Trailblazers are not going to make the playoffs in the West, and they're in the playoffs every single year because of this man. And you saw what he did, the dagger? Copy, he did the dagger? The dagger to Oklahoma City Thunder? I would love to see the Rockets versus the Trailblazers this year, come on Russell, get your respect back. You got some help now, more than more than just Paul George. You know, now you with the Rockets, you got way more pieces now. Go up against the Trailblazers, I would love to see that in the playoffs. I, that's gonna, be, I, I I love to see it in the playoffs. Regular season is gonna be is gonna be amazing, but I would love to see it in the playoffs. So yeah, that's that's just that with that right there. That's my top ten. I know a lot of people are not gonna like my top ten. It is what it is. Copy, you don't like what I gotta say? Join the debate, man. Comment below. Hit me up on the gram, you know. I need to hear everything that you got to say, man. But, you know, and now I'm going to transition over to the last thing, and it is the NFL. Had to. Sorry, man. Andrew Luck retires. Andrew Luck retires. (laughs) Bro, <laughs> I know, man. Zay, uh, shout out shout to Zay too, man. You one of my one of one of my biggest uh, followers. Um, you're always commenting. You're always in tune. Everything I gotta say, shout out to you, man. I know you're a big Coach fan. I know you was, um. You was hype about the season. We had an argument saying I said the coach was not going to really do too much, not pass the first round the second round. You're a big coach fan, and I feel bad. Honestly, I feel bad. Yeah, I lost our quarterback, but you got to understand, man. Everybody got to understand. Injuries, man, it, it's, it, it, takes, it takes a toll on your body. Football is one of the toughest sports, and, you know, Andrew Luck had to go away from the game. I think he'll come back. That's the big thing, Will he come back, but he had to retire. I mean, it, it, it was a surprise when I saw the, the notification, but then I thought about him, like, no, it's not a surprise to me. It's, it's nothing surprising at all to me why Andrew Luck retired. It's, it's no surprise to me. Injuries over and over, every season, keep getting hurt. You want to play. You got to sit out. You got to, like, it, it, that. That's that, that's too much in the mind, man. That's too much. That's too much. So take away from the game, Andrew Luck, and then hopefully you could come back. Um, I, I really like that the Colts um, made a settlement to him, a settlement check, still giving him what about 25, 24 million, something like that. That's pretty good for him right there, and uh, that's that's that's. Get well soon, Andrew Luck. You know, get right in the state of mind. He's not the only one. There's a uh, Megatron is another one. You know, I'm not about to leave Megatron out. You know, we know why Megatron left out too. I know, but this is Andrew Luck's time. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't forget things. I really don't forget things. And then, and then the last thing I'm gonna talk about is the Cowboys with Zeke. You know, Zeke continues to hold out. That's tough for the Cowboys, you know. Um he still has two years left on his rookie contract, you know. Um a deal that's scheduled to pay him three point nine million and two point um three point nine million in two thousand nineteen and eight point one million in two thousand twenty. You know, since under the contract, you know, the Cowboys now has they well since he's not coming to practice of stuff that stuff like that, they have um they can find him, you know, forty forty K. They can. You know, every day that he misses camp, but um uh I don't think they did that. You know, uh, it's going back and forth. Uh Jerry Jones and watch what he said, he Zeke who I think you was tripping right there on that one. Chill out, don't do that because Zeke is still that guy for him. And uh, and obviously we know why Zeke wants to get paid. You know what I'm saying? According to Yahoo Sports, you know, um he's looking for a deal bigger than four years. Fifty-seven million. That's the same. That's the. Uh, that's what uh, the Rams gave Todd Gurley. You know, that's what he wants. He feels like he needs to get that contract. And see, that's what I, I like that from the players. You know, they set the bar. You know what I'm saying? They set the. They set the bar, and then the other players like, if he getting paid like that, I believe I'm supposed to be getting paid like that. You know, Le'Veon Bell. other players like pay the man, pay the man, Jerry Jones, pay the man, Jay World, and you know. Jones was saying, "Uh, you don't need a uh dominant running back to win and stuff like that. You need to watch what you say now because you don't you don't want to lose Zeke. You don't want to lose Zeke. I think this is just something to to go along in the media. I think this is just something to keep the Cowboys in in the mix. I think that eventually they're gonna pay him. I will hope they will pay him, and I'm not even a Cowboys fan. I'm a Giants fan. I will hope they pay him. But see, the Cowboys still gotta worry about paying Dak and Amari Cooper, so they got a busy busy season." Um, NFL season is about to start right now. I mean, what next? Next Thursday, so it's a lot of stuff going on. But we are gonna get back into that. The NFL. I got a lot more to say like that. And this is just for my my fans, man. This is just my people. I, I finally got a chance to get y'all right. You know, I hope I was. Uh, I hope I was able to answer everything. I hope I can stir up a couple of mix and get y'all to argue and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, and what it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, you already know. Comment below, hit me up on Instagram, and join the debate. Cop.